It's Izzy. Wherever you're listening from, whatever your situation, and whatever brought you here, I'm so, so grateful that you've invested your time in listening to positive content. I truly hope you gain some valuable insights from the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. Now, I know, I know, I know. If you are a weekly listener, every week, every Friday, you tap into this podcast and you're really excited. Yeah, go on to Spotify, yeah, go on to Apple Podcasts and you try and find my next episode. Then last week, you will have been severely, severely disappointed because you're right, there wasn't an episode. Why, Izzy, was there not an episode? Well, life got ahead of me and before I knew it, it was the end of the day on Friday, literally 11 o'clock, and there had not been a moment, well, well, in my mind, there had not been a moment to record the podcast. It had slipped from my priority list without me even realising it, which happens to us all with several areas of our lives. So maybe that's a place where we can start today. Maybe that is a place where we can start today. What is something that you... We're getting straight into it. <laughs> you know me. No time to waffle. And, well, I do waffle, but there, <laughs> there shouldn't be any time to waffle. We want to get right to the juice. So let's kick off by asking ourselves, what is something that over the last week or two weeks should be, or in our mind is a priority in our lives, but we haven't been physically prioritising it in terms of how we use our time, how we use our money, how we place our energy. What is one of those things? Maybe you know that you really value a clean, tidy home, but you have not been prioritising that over the last two weeks and the house has got a little bit messy. Now that's fine, but when we let that happen and we don't put our consciousness onto these things, then it can run wild and before we know it, we're not living a life in line with our values and in our priorities are not being met because we're not prioritising our priorities, if that makes sense. Maybe it's spending time with your kids, but over the last two weeks, you've had a lot going on at work. Your mind has been very busy or you just haven't been making space for your children in whatever way that might look. Maybe one of your biggest goals is to go outside of your comfort zone more and to push yourself, but every single day you haven't been prioritizing it because it's scary. So for whatever reason, like whether like me, there just was loads of stuff going on and all of a sudden you realise there were just not enough hours in the day to get the podcast done. Maybe you've just found yourself really, really exhausted and you couldn't do it. But remember, our living in alignment with our priorities and our values is what gives us energy and gives us strength. So let's set that as the intention for this podcast and for this week, this weekend maybe, to really rethink about what our priorities and values are and whether we've been letting some of them slip. So that is not the main point of this podcast, just a little a little food for thought at the beginning. So what I want to talk about in this podcast and what I'd aimed to talk about last week as well is I recently went down to Kent to visit a school. Now this school I've been working with for a while I went down and I spent three, four days in Kent working with this school. So every single day over these three days, and you, if you're an OG listener, you might have heard me mention this when I was actually there. I think I recorded a podcast while I was there. And I delivered sessions for about five hours every day for three days. And then since then, I've been supporting this school, this primary school, through email, sending over resources. And I took the trip down, the uh, the three and a half hours, well, I think, 
the last time I went down, it only took about three hours there, three hours back. And I was there for about an hour <laughs> because in short, they hadn't been too honest over email and they needed a bit more time before I could go down and write a report on how much progress they'd made. And so gave them a few, well, it was actually very, very valuable because what could have been a, oh, you haven't done, really been doing what we, what we talked about. So I'll go back and come down another time actually turned into a real, really good, really effective planning session. And they really took charge of that planning session and that the strategies that we created came up with their own strategies to implement the messages that I'd come down and talk them through into the life at their school. And so when I came, when I went down a week and a half ago, they had really put that stuff into practice. And that's why I was excited to go. I was excited to give them their banner that would go outside the front of their school and to really see how the kids had immersed themselves in these messages and how the school culture had shifted, even though it had only been a few, a f well, I guess not a few months anymore. It's probably been six months since I went down and did those three days. But to really see what had changed in that time. And I ended up being there for about 90 minutes, a very fulfilling 90 minutes, but 90 minutes all the same. It was three and a half hours there. And on the way back, it took four and a half hours. I was at a standstill in traffic. It was not, <laughs> not the, uh, the journey I would have asked for. However, something in my intuition told me not to put music on on the way there and on the way back. It told me not to put on any podcast. I think I put a podcast on for 10 minutes or I mean, it was a long journey. So, but on the whole, I, it was 21 degrees outside. I had the roof down and no music, no podcast, just me with me. Jordan didn't come with me. My partner, it was just me. And what I found was that just like when we have thoughts in the shower. The reason why we have such powerful shower thoughts and it's such a, such a common thing to, to, that people say happens is because you can't be on your phone in the shower. You might be able to play music or listen to a podcast. But on the whole, the shower is the one time where there are no distractions, where you're washing your body, washing your hair, a very tactile experience. And you're just with you. And so being in the car was this on steroids. So many hours of just being with myself. And what I, I used to experience this all the time because I used to live by myself and really was really in tune with my own thoughts. However, now I live with somebody all the time and I work basically 24 seven. And I know that's very similar for a lot of you too. Either you have demanding jobs or you have demanding families. <laughs> You're with, you're with people who are maybe quite negative all the time. You're, you struggle to get your own headspace or you feel guilty about having your own headspace. As I've mentioned before, my mum's way of getting her headspace is by going for long runs. And that's super duper powerful for her. And actually, a uh, somebody who's just signed up for the Zanti self-empowerment retreat was saying that runs are his way to get mental clarity as well. So that was really really powerful to hear how people get their sense of 
get this peace, internal peace in their mind. And yes, the classic way to do that would be meditation, but let's not kid ourselves. A lot of people don't enjoy it. A lot of people don't find it inspiring. And I'm not somebody who meditates regularly, if at all. I used to, I used to, I, during the later years of my school experience, many, many, many years ago, I found myself basically with depression. Um, and in a school environment where the people there were, were really not the nicest. And so I would arrive at the school at eight o'clock, do 10 to 15 minutes of meditation using the car map, so a guided meditation in the car park. And part of that process of sitting with my thoughts would be sitting in the car thinking, even though I'm here early, there might be people watching me. There might be people looking through the windows of my car. Can I sit with that possibility and not feel the need to open my eyes, not judge it, not think the what ifs or hear the what ifs, but not allow myself to get lost in those thoughts and those anxieties? So that was a really powerful period of meditation for me and honestly helped a lot. But now (laughs) in my life, meditation is not something that I frequently do. And this brings me back to my experience in the car. What happened when I allowed myself to just sit in silence? Yes, focus on the road, but driving is something that I've done for many, many, many years. And so it's an autopilot. And I don't have to think too much about it, as the same with anybody who does something, practices something for a long time. And what I found was my mind kept returning predominantly to one thing, one thing in my life that I've recently been finding a little challenging and been it's been presenting the, the question to me, of is it taking more from me than it's giving me? And this is something that I have, a question that I found really helps me with establishing boundaries in my life. It really helps me with understanding when to quit, when to carry on, what to prioritise. And I'd love you to ask yourself this question too in those areas. You should be giving yourself, you should be, putting yourself in situations and in front of people that give something to you more than it, it they take from you. When we're in jobs, in relationships, in situations where we're giving more than we're getting, that's not selfishness. Uh, selfish, sorry, selflessness. <laughs> that's not selflessness because that's giving, you know, if something is genuinely taking more from you than it's giving you, then that's going to drain you down. Selflessness would be giving and gaining the pleasure from giving. Does that make sense? So you would then be gaining more from that experience than you're giving. You're giving to charity, but getting an abundance of joy and fulfillment back that beats the amount of energy you're giving in the money or in the time or in the energy. So it's not about... It's not this surface level, oh, I'm giving X and I'm getting X, but it's okay because it's for a good cause. You've got to think about it from an energetic point of view. How much energy do you have before and after you do this thing? Right? I used to have a friend who they <laughs> they had their flaws and a lot of people would focus on their flaws. And But for me, 
spending time with them, yes, was challenging in some ways because they could be quite selfish, but it was almost magical being with them because they taught me to see life in a completely new way. They taught me about the law of attraction and they made me have to practice being resilient when I was around them. So even if they weren't practicing what they preached, I had to practice what they preached. Otherwise, they'd call me out on it. So even though they were being potentially a bit narcissistic, it worked in my favor because I became somebody who was truly resilient, who truly was the master of their own thoughts. But that relationship ended up with... I think it was around my birthday, so two, ye- oh, two, two years ago now, which is quite crazy. And there were, uh, you know, when things happen in succession, things that take from you more than they give you in succession. And, and that's essentially what happened. And so I had to end the relationship by saying that our values were in different places because it was no longer serving me. And I no longer felt like I could serve it. And it's really important to check in with yourself. If you're not in a place where you can be truly intuitive, where you don't have the space to think and gain mental clarity, then at least ask yourself that question. And that's what kept popping up for me during this drive, and especially on the way back. Every time I thought that I'd got clarity on what I was going to do, my mind was brought back to thinking about it, thinking about the pros, thinking about the cons. And I just realized that I hadn't allowed myself to have the mental space with no noise. I've been distracting myself from attacking the situation head on, but it's not because I was purposefully distracting myself. I wanted an answer to this conundrum. But when we're in our home environments, when we put on podcasts and music, when we're around people that chat to us, ask us questions. We don't have the opportunity to really tap into our gut instinct and what we truly think is right. Ask ourselves with, talk to ourselves with curiosity without judgment. Being able to really think about what we need, what is right for us, asking ourselves the right questions, having a length of time, a four and a half hour length of time without feeling like you have to come up with a decision by the end of it. Just discussing in your mind with yourself the pros and cons. What would happen if? So what this? So what that? And I got so much clarity from this power of silence, of being with myself, that I really wanted to share that, that wisdom with you. I want you to find this week some way to give yourself silence. Maybe that's going for a drive. Maybe that's going for a run. Maybe that's going for a really long walk and leaving your phone at home. Maybe it's meditating. Whatever it is, I want you to do it. And rather than going into it with an intention, I want you to see what comes up. Where is your mind automatically drawn to? What are the thoughts that come up? Are they intrinsically negative or positive? Can you go into that thought neutrally and look at things from both points of view, both the positive and the negative? And you might find that by the end of that experience, you've had some thoughts that you never considered before, that you never heard before. 
and that's powerful stuff. So that's it from me. Make sure you click that follow button. And if you could just take 10 seconds to leave a rating and review, I come on here every single week, apart from last week, and give some wisdom to you. And all in response that I ask is that you give this podcast a rating out of five stars or you give it an actual review which means the world if you're on apple podcasts and you click that follow button which takes a matter of seconds if you could do that for me that would be truly truly wonderful now go and take some moments of silence for yourself before you crack back on with your day and all that's left to say is i appreciate